really exciting episode today, as always, talking about boundaries. Mm-hmm. Who needs to hear this talk today? I know that I wish I knew about this when I was early in my business or just at least trying to like have a life outside of my business. I mean, raise your hand if you feel like you don't have a life and you're working 24-7. That was me until I set my boundaries and I got my work under my control. So we're going to talk about some practical ways that you can set those boundaries. But I want to remind you, make sure you're in the Facebook group. There are so many fun things coming in that group as well well as a free guide that I was able to give you guys last week. So make sure you're in the group. You can go download that now. Um, Also really exciting. We have some presets coming out very soon, Dee Purrington presets, but they will also be available on the Rooted website. And guess what? You can get a discount if you're in the Facebook group or on our email list. So get in one of those and you can get 20% off coming up soon. So seriously do it. Don't miss out on this. It's going to be so, so good. And yeah, without further ado, let's talk about boundaries and let's get it rolling. Hey, I'm Danny Purrington and you're listening to the Rooted Creative Podcast. I'm an elopement photographer who loves anything grilled cheese and traveling to weird and wild places around the globe. After being an entrepreneur for four years and building a six-figure business that I love running, I'm here to teach you everything from actionable tips on running a successful and thriving business to what's on my heart and how we can continuously seek to glorify Jesus even in our businesses. So here we go. Are you ready? Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Rooted Creative Podcast. I'm especially excited about this episode because I really feel like boundaries have changed my life and I really feel like they have helped me manage my business better and also just help me like get through this work better and have a life outside of my work. I mean, how many of us tend to work, 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 work and never have a set end time to our work days? When in the office without a boss and someone telling you what to do or set those standards to begin with, sometimes we can work like up to 12 plus hour days. And for any normal human, that just can't be healthy. Like where does your life fit into that, right? Or sometimes we don't work at all and we procrastinate on work where we have, where later we have to binge and catch up on that work, which can lead then to those 12 hour days. So how do we actually set those boundaries and manage our time and our business with our personal life? And when do we know when to say yes or no to new projects? Well, friend, it all starts with boundaries and not just setting those boundaries, but actually like sticking to those boundaries. And if there's one thing I've learned in my five years of running my own business, it's that work doesn't have to take up your whole life. In fact, it shouldn't take up your whole life. If it is taking up your whole life, you're going to have consequences. And so the first step to getting your life back and not working 24 seven is by setting those really, really important boundaries that you need two in your business. They are so needed. And I feel like we really just don't talk about this as business owners. So we're going to have a discussion today. Okay. You and me heart to heart. We're going to talk about it. And remember, no one is telling you what to do here. You are your own boss. You set the rules. And it's really important to stick to those rules that you create. 
even, and, and like even creating them in the first place, we have to create those rules. Right. And you know, there is no business one-on-one that a lot of us go through unless you went to school for business, whatever different, but like running your own business, like there is no, no one told me this when I started my business. No one was like, Hey Danny, you need to do this, this, and this and set your hours and do this. And it's just, it's something that I think needs to be said and hopefully helps you today. So today we're going to be talking about some practical ways that you can set some boundaries in your business and when you can decide to say yes and no to certain projects without feeling the stresses of being a panicking freelancer who feels the need to book every single project because you don't know when the next one is going to come up, (laughs) right? I think we can all relate. So um, here's tip number one, set a weekly to-do list. Find the tasks that you need to get done this week and uh, figure out like priority wise what needs to get done first and then divide them up by the days in the week that you're going to work to make sure that they are all covered by at least one day and they're all in the week, right? And when scheduling these days, make sure that each of these tasks aren't going to take longer than five to six hours to complete, because let's be real, eight hours is long enough, but that's not why we started our own businesses. In fact, I bet you, you started your own business. So you didn't have to work eight hours in the office. (laughs) Like we don't want to be in the office for eight hours. That's a long stinking time. So find the hour limit that you'd like to work each day. And I wouldn't recommend going above eight but then set the tasks for that day to fit within that time limit. And and then even better, if you finish those tasks in a quicker time, then you have more time to enjoy your day and you can leave your office early. What a win. Also, what a concept, leaving the office early because you finished your work. Incredible. Not something you get in corporate America or working an office job, right? So the thing is, setting a weekly to-do list has really changed the game for me. And basically, here's how I do it. So Um, every Monday or, uh, whatever the first work day I have in the office is, I sit down and I have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all listed out on, I'll give you an example of this week. Actually, this will probably be helpful for you. So on Monday, I had a bunch of tasks. Um, I, I delivered a gallery. I had to finalize some rooted workshop stuff. I had to finish my emails. And so I put that all under Monday. And then on Tuesday, I have podcast record day, which is what I'm doing right now on my Tuesday. So super fun. And on Wednesday, I have meetings and then I want to deliver two wedding galleries. On Thursday, I have to order some things for Rooted and then I have to deliver one more wedding gallery as well as fix some stuff on the website. Now, each of these tasks probably take me less than five to six hours, which is awesome because guess what? That means I don't have to be working all day. As long as I get what I need to done that day, I'm good. And we were productive. We got what we needed done and we still have time to enjoy our life. Crazy, right? What a concept. I talk a lot about this actually in the photography business mastermind. I really cannot stress how important it is to have a to-do list or something like this because it is so valuable to your time and also just getting your life back. Um, So photography business mastermind people, if you're interested in this, it's coming up soon and I'll have have more details on that, but um, I can't stress this type of of like setting the weekly to-do list enough. And so it's something I go over a lot in the mastermind because I really believe it. Okay. So number one, set a weekly to-do list. Number two, say no to projects that will cause you more mental harm than than good. Yes. Even those finances are great. Then they're awesome to have with the extra projects that we take. 
And like, and that's the thing. I feel like many of us take on like as many projects as possible, but then like when you're in the midst of it, you're like, why the heck did I do this to myself? Right. You're just like, I'm so tired. I don't want to do this anymore. Right. Sometimes shooting four weekends of doubleheader weddings is exhausting on your body and not just physically, but also mentally. And personally, I learned very quickly my first year when I shot 30 weddings and edited them all by myself, that this was not a sustainable number of projects for me to take on each year. I was extremely burnt out and wanted to quit photography altogether by the end of that year. And it was only my first year. So instead I decided to take on less weddings. I decided to outsource my editing And I decided to say no to projects that lined up on a weekend that I was already shooting to give myself that break that I knew I needed because doubleheader weddings, not my thing. Some people can do it. Some people can even do triple header weddings. And I say power to you people, but like, I just can't do that, right? That's a boundary that I set in my own business. So saying no to projects and not being afraid, afraid to say no, trusting that the Lord is going to give you the projects that you need and the finances that you need in your business, right? It's okay to say no. If it's, if it means keeping your physical and mental health and spiritual health healthy. Okay. So say number two, say no to projects that will cause you more mental harm than good. Number three, this one's so important. Schedule your days off. Oh my gosh. Try and take at least two days off each week. I'm a real stickler on this one. Even if I'm traveling, like sometimes I count the travel days as days off because I just don't want to be doing any work while I travel. And usually that takes about two days. So Um, I, you know, that tends to be what I do, but if I'm home and I'm not traveling, I definitely take two days where I am not doing anything. I go get my nails done. I'll go to the beach or sometimes I just binge watch Netflix. Yeah, I said it. Sometimes I literally just sit on the couch all day. I did it like two days ago (laughs) and I I binge watched Vampire Diaries and like y'all, okay, wait, if you listen to Vampire Diaries, like come at me because I want to know what y'all think. I'm only in season four and I'm just like... Uh, I don't like the idea that Elena likes Damon. It's fine. Everything's fine. Okay. So tangent. Now we're back. Um, yeah. So schedule your days off. Try and take at least two days off each week. If you're a wedding photographer, then this can look like working in the office for three days, shooting a wedding one day, and then taking those two days during the week or on the weekend off. And they don't have to be consecutive. Um, but they are so vital for the survival of your business and to keep you from getting burnt out. I know we've talked a lot about burnout on this podcast, so if you really want to know more about my thoughts on how to avoid burnout, you can go find some more resources on this podcast and earlier episodes about rest, but don't skimp out on these. Like These are so important, really. Treat them like gold. They are so important to your daily routine because they help you actually focus up better on the days you are working in the week. Everyone else gets a weekend and two days off, so like, why shouldn't we, right? <laughs> like... I mean, like I said, we started these businesses probably to have a more flexible schedule and to have more freedom, yet we're like shackled to our businesses, right? We're literally just like slaves and working, working, working. And that's just like not how we're supposed to be. I mean, the Lord rested on the seventh day when he was creating the world. So like we really need to rest too, right? Don't forget that. Okay. Number three, schedule your days off. Number four, set work hours for your office days. So for example, I don't want to start work until 12 p.m. 
but I can't work past 6 p.m. So obviously this is different for everybody. Some people are more productive in the morning and some people are more productive in the afternoon and that's fine. For me, I like to have slower mornings where I can sleep in, do my devotionals, walk the dogs, and also wake up before I go to work. Like I don't want to just roll out of bed and then go straight to work. And the best part of it is as long as I get what I need to done on my to-do list that I set for the week, most of the time, I don't even work till 6 p.m. I'm usually done around three or four. So I really only worked like three hours, which leaves most of my day for myself and hanging out with my family and friends later. And the amazing thing too is I don't feel guilty. I, I was productive that day. I got what I needed to done. I still got all the work that I needed to completed. And I felt so productive and can also still enjoy my life. What a concept, right? Oh man, the work hours thing was a huge a huge game changer for me. Don't work past a certain hour, right? And especially if you have, you know, a spouse who works a normal nine to five and comes home in the afternoon around five or six, like spend that time with them. Why are you at your desk? Right? You know what I mean? Like that time is so valuable. You spend most of your time working and, you know, either behind a camera, if you're a photographer or like literally on your computer, right? It's, it's no different than if you were working a nine to five in the office where you spend most of your life, right? So I'm saying there's a different way. I'm, what I'm saying is there is another way to do this as business owners that can still be sustainable. And if you're listening to this and you're like, Danny, I just really can't get what I need to done in six hours. It takes me like eight hours to edit a wedding. You know what I'm going to tell you? <laughs> you already know. I'm going to tell you to hire help and I'm going to tell you to outsource because no person should be working more than eight hours in a day, period. I don't think it's healthy and I don't think it's needed, especially, and it's not sustainable. Okay. I think I'm, I think you guys get the point. So number four, set work hours for your office days. Number five, stick to those rules that you set. I'm going to say that again, stick to the rules (laughs) that you've set. Okay. It's one thing to create these rules, like setting a to-do list and saying no to double header projects, but there's Also that internal struggle as freelancers where we think, oh, but am I going to book enough this year? If I say no to this project, does that mean I won't book the next one and I won't have enough income or I won't book enough projects? And I'm just going to shut that down right now until you believe me. I think we all go through this, but for the sake of your mental and physical health in your business, sticking to your boundaries is going to be do more good for you than if you were to say yes to every project or work those 12 hour days without a structure, like a to-do list. So don't be afraid to stick to your boundaries and think of a consequence to keep you accountable. So for example, if you work for more than six hours on a day, then you have to take at least one more day off for the week because you worked more, right? (laughs) No one, I know, I know taking an extra day off sounds terrible, but it's a consequence, right? And then you have to stick to it and even get someone else in on it with you. Like get another fellow photographer and be like, Hey, what, how long did you work today? Or like get your husband or your spouse, whoever is living with you, your roommate, get them in on it and be like, Hey, don't let me work past six. Keep them, keep yourself accountable, right? If you don't think that you can keep yourself accountable, then have someone else that, that can help you or have actual consequences. If you don't, um, it's just a good way. I know it sounds a little negative, but it's a good way to keep you on track with your boundaries because yeah, we can say all we want. Oh, I'm going to set these boundaries and create them and it's going to be awesome. But at the end of the day, if you're not sticking to them, right, if it doesn't become a routine or a habit, then you're not going to be able to have those boundaries in the first place. Okay. So um, have those consequences if you can. And like, 
keep, it also keeps you from procrastinating and also allows you to like focus up and get what you need to done in that short amount of time or the hours that you've set for your work day too. So like we get really distracted, you know, if you're doing your emails and then you're like, Oh, I want to log on to Instagram because I'm bored. (laughs) Right? Like, no, actually, um, Instagram is something that you do tomorrow where you schedule out all of your posts. So today you need to focus on your emails, right? You know what I mean? Okay. I hope that makes sense. So number five is stick to the rules. Let's go over all of the tips again. So number one, set a weekly to-do list, find the tasks that you need to get done this week and then divide them up by the days. Uh, number two, say no to projects that will cause you more mental harm and physical harm than good. Number three, schedule your days off. Take at least two days off each week, each week. (laughs) And if you're traveling, yes, we allow some grace, but really, really try to still stick to it. Even if you're traveling. Okay. Number four, set work hours for your office days. I work 12 to six. Most of the time I actually work 12 to three because I buckle down and I try and get what I need to done. Right. Number five, stick to these rules. Find an accountability partner to help you stick to these rules. If you can't, because it's one thing to create the rules. It's another thing to stick to them. Right. Um, and if anything else, just think of like the, the consequence of what it's like to actually work, 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 and not have a life, right? We need life. We need to have a life. We need to have friends. You need a support group of people. And if you are just constantly working, you're not going to be able to invest that time in those people that you love. And you're not going to be able to have that return either in your life of friends. So boundaries are an incredibly important topic that not a lot of business owners discuss. In fact, Alyssa Sandelius, who um, comes to our Rooted Workshops, has a whole talk on this subject because it's that important to us. And we've learned. I mean, Alyssa and I have similar stories. We have learned what it is like to be burned out. And let me tell you, you do not want to be there. (laughs) You will quit your job. So everyone's boundaries will look different based on what your livelihood and family looks like. For example, if you have kids or et cetera, your office hours might look different. But nonetheless, these five tips, I think, still apply. And they're very practical. And I've found that they've helped me stay on track with what needs to get done and keeps me productive while also keeping me in my boundaries and giving me a life, right? That's what matters. Like have a life, friend. Have a life outside of work. Why do you work so hard and make all this money when you don't have a chance to spend it or like enjoy it, right? I mean, you're still young. By the time you retire, you're going to be old and you're going to be thinking, wow, I wasted my whole life working, you know? I'm not saying work is bad. I'm just saying working a lot and making work your life can't be healthy. Okay. Some other boundaries that I've loved setting that I want to actually recommend to you guys. And I think are really valuable. So number one, turn off notifications for your Instagram and your email. Like just go to your settings, turn them off. Don't let them intrude in your space when you're not working. All the emails and the DMs and the likes and the comments, whatever, will be checked when you log on next during your next workday, okay? It can wait until tomorrow. (laughs) Don't do it when you're not working. It's going to not... It's, it's going to leave you in a bad mental headspace because I knew that every time, and this was a couple years ago before I turned off my notifications, whenever I would see the little Gmail icon pop up on my notifications, I was always like a pit in my stomach that would drop because I'd have to read, oh, what did this client say now? Oh, what did this person say? You know what I mean? And it's just, it, it distracts you from actually like not working. So just turn them off. Really, I promise 
it's not time sensitive and it's going to be okay. I've done it for two years now. I still get the clients I need to. All my clients are very happy. It's okay. Turn them off. Okay. Number two, don't be working late at night. I don't know about you, but I am, I just don't do well at night. Maybe you do and that's cool, but I still am going to recommend don't work late at night because you're usually tired. And at that time, you can make silly mistakes that can be avoided, right? So make sure you rest too and get at least six to seven hours of sleep minimum. Like I would even say get eight hours, right? Being on your laptop or your phone late at night can also affect your sleep. So put it on do not disturb and don't touch it before you go to bed and just lay down, get your sleep. It's really, really important as a business owner to rest and get sleep. Number three, set screen time limits for social media. So don't be on Instagram. I see this all the time and it really bothers me, but I mean, I'm not free of this. Sometimes I fall into this. Sometimes my husband falls into this, but don't be on social media or Instagram when your husband is literally sitting right next to you, right? Turn it off. Enjoy your time with him and scroll later. Okay. You have all the time in the world to scroll when you're not with him. Okay. Just enjoy your time. It's so valuable. Really. It is. I can't say that enough. So, um, just set those screen time limits. If you need accountability, There is a screen time app on your iPhone. If you have iPhone, you can literally say, hey, don't let me scroll for longer than three hours today. And if you do that, it will lock you out of Instagram. It's amazing. Do it. And also don't take these boundaries that you set lightly. Take them seriously. Treat them seriously and set up a rule of consequences if you don't think you can hold yourself accountable and if you break those boundaries, right? Find ways to make sure that you can actually enjoy your life outside of your work and make it a priority. It's just not sustainable to be working 24-7, friends. And don't forget about your boundaries, really. Like, write them down, put them on a post-it note, and put them on your computer, right? Like, I want them visible for you so that you know what your boundaries are and you don't have to break them, okay? All right. I feel like this was a productive episode. I feel like you guys learned a lot today and um, I'd love to hear from you what you actually think and if this has changed your life like it changed mine and I wish someone would have told me this. Oh my gosh. Actually, you know what? I think someone did actually tell me this when I was three, no, maybe two or three years in. I sat down with one of my photographer friends who I consider a mentor and I was like, how do you do office days. I just can't do it. And she actually recommended the work hours thing. Um, and a couple of other things that have really helped me, but I've really found that the weekly to-do list, the office hours and taking the days off have changed my life. So if you take anything away from this, please just try and set those to-do lists and don't do anything else on that day. Um, if you can get what you need to done while also still having a life, it's, it's an incredible life really. And you will love your job more if you have those. So thanks for listening, everybody. Um, I hope that this was really helpful for you. Send this to someone else. Maybe you have a business friend who needs to hear it. Um, I really think that it's important. We set those boundaries as business owners, and we also just talk about it more. So get in the rooted creative Facebook group. Let's talk about it. I'd love to hear from you and, um, create a discussion around boundaries if you have questions. So, Uh, that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the rooted creative podcast. Be sure to subscribe for more tips and leave a review to help get the word out about our podcast resources and notes about what we talked about today are also available at www.rootedwrkshp.com slash show notes all for free. I'm so excited you tuned in today and I can't wait to share more with you soon until next time. And God bless.